0: Live from CPAC in Orlando, Florida, presented by Relay Indiana, this is Tony Katz Today.
1: Let's talk a little politics. Do Republicans have the the strength, the wherewithal to put together a message that gets them 2022? They can win 2022, but do they have the message to do it? Tony Katz, Tony Katz Today, great to be with you. Mark Lauder joins us right now, Chief Communications Officer for the America First Policy Institute. He worked in the Trump White House. He worked with Vice President Mike Pence. He's an Indianapolis guy. Through and through he has done it all. Good to see you, young man.
0: It's great to see you, Tony. It's been too long.
1: Uh, it's it well, you don't call, you don't write.
0: <laughs> well, what's up? I moved to Florida, you know. What
1: what, what what's a boy to do? Uh, <laughs> you know, th- this group that that you're with. This is this is a lot of Trump people, a lot of former uh, Trump uh, people there's an interesting story in that in which you you see a media outlet uh, the media apparatchik, talk about how awful how terrible how horrible everyone's terrible they're the worst and yet you see an entire organization built on sharing uh, conversations uh, uh, about these Trump policies and they're taking hold yes. so what so the truth is in in the reality not in the in the telling
0: Right. You're absolutely right. And it's one of the things about America First policies, and it doesn't matter whether it's 2022, where we know Donald Trump's name is not going to be on the ballot. We don't know about 24, probably can guarantee you 26 and 28, his, name's, his name won't be on the ballot. If we are going to be successful long-term and fulfilling the mission, the things he fought for, well, we need to put the intellectual capacity behind it. And so the difference with America First Policy Institute and other great conservative think tanks is that we're not filled with uh, academia. We're not filled with university professors. We're filled with people who are actually in the White House, in the highest levels of government, cabinet-level secretaries and beyond, that we're doing it.
1: So when you guys talk about the things that you're putting the intellectual capacity to it, I take a look at the areas of interest. And one of the areas of interest is environment. And you could not find... Uh, people on cable news outlets that would connect Donald Trump to environment or, you know, his, his policies or what we think are valuable conservative policies to environment. What are they in your view?
0: Well, I think one of the things that the president, and he said it often in the White House, it never took hold, was that we can have clean air, clean water, clean land and jobs at the same time. Too many people think it's mutually exclusive. And we lowered carbon emissions. We were increasing investments through private sector investment, not the government. And also creating American jobs, supporting American manufacturers, and not kowtowing to China, the world's leading polluter, and also giving up our jobs to them at the same time. So it doesn't have to be one or the other. And so what we're trying to do is create the framework that whether you're running for Congress, City Hall, the White House, whatever, State House, you can get on our site. We are nonpartisan, nonprofit. You can look at the white papers, the actual research, the data, and then build from that your platform that would be an America first platform fighting for the same things that the man was fighting for, even if he's not personally on the ballot to do it.
1: Now, talk to me about Republicans in 2022, conservatives in 2022. Is the only way to win to be attached to a Donald Trump message? Or can you be attached to what you consider to be a conservative message and it doesn't have to invoke Donald Trump, right? Notice I didn't say never Trump, because I don't understand never Trump. I think it's a valueless proposition I've said so many times. But do you have to proactively tie yourself to Donald Trump to win in 2022?
0: I think if you want to win, you need to tie yourself to the policies that he was fighting for the american worker a strong uh, a, a strong uh, economy a strong national defense i mean we're seeing so many of those things on display right now where it's you know i saw that what bacon is 9 dollars a pound shut your mouth i've seen it shut your filthy mouth <laughs> it's, it's it's heresy and gasoline's already at 350 and going higher so we know the other policies worked So this is allowing you to do the research, to come up with your proposals, see what America First, our experts are suggesting. You can run on an America First agenda. Mm -hmm. And obviously how you tie that with the former president would be up to you. But I think these are the policies that got him elected. They're going to be the policies that, and they're, they're the policies that actually got us an increase in number of seats in Congress when we were supposed to lose them in 2020.
1: So so this is about policy conversation, and this is why I have the conversation, and, and I've had people accuse me of being never Trump before because of this conversation. I reject the notion. I'm interested in, in the fight. I'm interested in the spirit. I'm interested in the style. I'm interested in the lessons learned far more than I'm interested in the man. I'm not anti-Trump, but if you ask me what is the thing that I need going forward, I need the fighting spirit, Mm -hmm. right? And I need things that you can explain to people. This is how it gets better. We do this right here, this policy prescription right right here, this point of view right here, and your kid's life is better. And here we can show you how that works. It seems to me that this is part of that conversation.
0: It, It absolutely is. And then a lot of that, you know, we have to have tough conversations. And, you know, one of the things that we're even talking about is the world is obviously spinning, you know, with Ukraine and Russia is... One of the things that Donald Trump did was he wasn't ha- afraid to have difficult conversations with our friends. Sometimes that's hard. It's easier to talk harshly with an, uh, with an adversary than it is with a friend. But the decisions that were made by Europe helped lead to this. Their lack of investment in NATO, their sanctioning, and, and they're basically they're becoming dependent on Russian energy in, in many sectors. There's a lot of things that went into this. The president called them out for it. It wasn't because he was anti-NATO or anti-Germany or whatever. It was because you're making bad decisions that are going to make the world less safe. We're seeing those things play out right now. And as I look forward, I see conservatives on these kinds of policies, these kinds of messages winning, retaking the majority. And then when it comes to 2024, we've set the stage, whomever is going to run and win is going to be fighting for the same policies. They may be doing it with their own style because one of the things, Tony, I think we've got to get back to, Donald Trump opened the door for many people to come into the party. We saw amazing increases in in, uh, in black Americans, Hispanic and Latino Americans. We saw some leave that didn't like the style, didn't like the tweets. They liked the results. Right. Well, now with this, we can bring you back with that policy. We can bring you back with those results and you can make the decisions about the man or whomever, the person that will be leading the party or leading on the ticket. But it's the policies that are going to keep you around. In 1980, we used to call them Reagan Democrats. They reelected Reagan in 84. They held their nose a little bit and voted for George H.W. because they loved where we were in 1988. But then another guy came along from Arkansas and said, I feel your pain. And they were How like, oh, been practicing
1: you, that?
0: I've been working on it. Right. Yeah. But they went. Yes, yes, yes. Because they, they were voting for the man and not voting for the for the principles. Our job is to make sure that we build the, the foundation of a movement, not just to win a campaign, but to be sustaining for decades to come.
1: Mark Water is his name. Uh, the site americafirstpolicy.com you can check it out uh for yourself uh, trump is uh speaking on saturday he is uh is it going to be a barn burner
0: i don't know but i wouldn't be surprised <laughs> this is a, this is the crowd that that will uh, hang on his every word and he usually delivers for is them is this the desantis crowd or is this the trump crowd oh it's a trump crowd not in Santa's. Uh, crowd? Not, no, it doesn't mean it, it doesn't have to be See mutually. See what I did ex- there? Yeah, that doesn't awesome. have to be. Doesn't have to be mutually exclusive. Yeah. I, I'm, I am told I, I did not get to hear it, but I've heard that Governor DeSantis gave a great speech today.
1: I, I, I'm pretty sure that in the end, it's mutually exclusive. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the way it has to be. Mark Lauder, I appreciate you being with us, man. Absolutely, go enjoy uh, the show. Enjoy your time. So we're going to have updates on Ukraine tomorrow. We'll have updates from CPAC tomorrow. We've got videos that are going to be appearing uh, on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash 93WIBC. Oh, there's one of you guys, Matt Whitaker, right there. We spoke to him earlier. Uh, you, you, we have a lot of content coming your way, some of the photos uh, from uh, CPAC brought to you by Relay Indiana, and appreciate them for their sponsorship. We'll be back at it at 6 a.m., but keep up with Facebook because we've got more stuff coming. More stuff coming, including we're supposed to do an interview with some pizza. You have to look to the website for that. That's just the way it works, guys. Tomorrow, everyone, take care.